episode 24 of You Podcast. My name is Asim Bernie and I'm joined by my regular co-hosts. Martin. Adam Ed. Like every week, we, we're coming to give you some underrated geek news and movie reviews and TVs and everything else exciting. Um, so let's get the show started, guys. How's it been? Marty, what you been up to? Uh, as you would expect, uh, a lot. Um, but uh, I haven't seen as many films as I previously have seen actually um, between the last recording and now Um, but typically I've just seen old films because old old films are good you haven't been watching that many movies but you've been inspired by movies right? you're like a Forrest Gump kind of character you're running through the country (laughs) (laughs) you're running a lot (laughs) watch Marty watch Ahmed, how you been doing, man? Been doing okay. Got back to Brussels for a bit of time, so it's interesting. No more <laughs> tubes and crap like this. Cars from now on, so can't be complaining. Yeah, driving around in your in your fancy schmancy Mercedes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, we are recording back on Skype, so um, it's slightly different, but I think the sound quality might be better. So in this jam-packed show, we'll be reviewing for your listening pleasure Bradley Cooper, Robert De Niro star Limitless, and the new movie from Duncan Jones starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Michelle Monaghan's Source Code. We'll be talking about the TV shows Green Wing on the BBC and Breaking In, and Ahmed will be discussing his theory about sandwich shows and a very quirky story he heard on Radio Lab. We'll be talking about the four minutes that got released on the Green Lantern, which is also viewable on our website. Marty will talk about the new Apocalypse Now remastered edition, and I'll be reviewing Scream 4 and Your Highness. So, let's get the show started with the review of Limitless, and here is the trailer. See that guy? That's me. My excuse for looking like this? I'm a writer. Eddie, maybe it's time to let the writing go. But just in case you think nothing ever happened to me. Eddie Mora! Hey! Tell me about this book. Well, how much have you written of it? Got one more. Well, I suppose I can help you with that. You know how they say that we can only access 20% of our brain? This lets you access all of it. They've had clinical trials and it's FDA approved. I just had a curiosity and that's all. I was blind, but now I see. My brain is skipping time. I have no memory of the last four days. Powers are not earned. You're careless with those powers. Have you asked yourself what you're going to do when you run out? You'll die. So, Ahmed, did did Limitless provide you limitless enjoyment? <laughs> <laughs> I really wouldn't say limitless enjoyment, but uh, (laughs) um, it's actually what I got from the trailers was not as much as what I thought of uh, the movie would turn out to be. Like, I thought it would be a a, a basic, basic category of a thriller, but really there was not much mystery to me. It was just more how he keeps ahead of everyone constantly, constantly and building up on that. And when you described it in the beginning, you were describing him as a writer. I actually didn't see him much as a writer, as much of a writer wannabe, and that's it. Like, uh, he didn't write much beforehand. He didn't 
progress in that <laughs> area of his life at all. He was just like a uh, yeah, it, it, really, really, really a stereotype of a wannabe writer living in the smallest place ever. It's super, super dumpy. It's super trashy. And um, I think Bradley Cooper really, really nailed, uh, nailed uh, the role on an emotional level when he was that phase of the wannabe writer not before and uh, not until he got introduced to the drug that you see like a really really tremendous difference in his acting and the character and everything well i mean i can agree i, I agree with you there that um the whole writer part of bradley cooper being a writer completely was inconsequential to the rest of the movie he could be a break dancer he could be a graffiti yeah, artist Basically, he was like a stereotyped loser, and then he gets a, a, a substance, which, I mean, we can all agree, basically, it's cocaine, right? <laughs> he gets, I mean, that's what N- NZT is, and my friend Danny Bose, actually, from uh, Movies by Bose, uh, Blogspot, I think you need to check out his blog, he mentioned this, and it kind of clicked to me that, basically, this is cocaine, that's what we're talking about, right? Basically, he gave him cocaine in a transparent pill. Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. It, like, if Apple created cocaine, <laughs> that's what the drug would look like. Basically. would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you feel about that, Marty? Um, I didn't think the film was very good, actually. Um, <laughs> Just straight away. All right, fine. Well, it's not brilliant. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I agree that... Um, his his sort of uh his character's occupation or whatever is 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 hugely inconsequential that there's you know that the you know that that's really doesn't matter he could be like you say anything he could just be a failed such and such that's fine um but um yeah i just felt that although he's good i mean he is good in this um and i and i don't mind that but i i didn't think the film was particularly a thriller um, I didn't think it was actually very dark, um, and which, I didn't... Which seemed to be the two words on every poster for this movie, right? The dark thriller. Which Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and it's really no, not... That, no, no the, I completely agree with you on that, because that's what I said. Like, the trailers gave me an impression it would be, like, something completely different than what it was. It just turned out to be something, you know, on a far, far lighter side. I mean, I mean, we need to be re- realistic about it, though. Like, this is kind of a medium-budget kind of movie. It do- has Bradley Cooper as starring. And, I mean, this is kind of Bradley Cooper's first solo movie that he's carrying on his shoulders, right? Um, yeah. Marty, do you feel Bradley Cooper can handle a role like this? Because until now, he's always been part of an ensemble class, be it, be it A-Team a- a- or be it The Hangover, right? Um, I, I mean, on this on this showing, I don't see why not. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he could be given a more demanding role, or I I you know I I don't think that um, I don't think anybody should be concerned about his potential I to mean, be a, a bigger star or anything at all. The movie can um, be considered a success already, so clearly people want to see Bradley Cooper starring in a movie. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Amin. No, I was just going to say, I think he did his part. Uh, like, his part was to act, and he did a, a really good job, in my opinion, in that film. And I think he can carry whatever comes his way, and he can lead uh, any movie, in my opinion. Like, uh, we saw him in action in the 18, and now we're seeing him in, like, you know, 
an, a, a, a different kind of mystery thriller. So yeah, I mean, uh, I even see him doing quite well in drama as well. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I I just feel he's not a very likable guy. <laughs> really? Uh, I, I I I don't know. There's just something about him that I don't I don't trust him. <laughs> not that he's my friend or I'm borrowing my car to him, but I don't really <laughs> yeah. trust the guy. <laughs> if you did have a car, you wouldn't lend it. To I him. would never give my car to Bradley Cooper, and that's also something. Come back all scratched, right? Yeah, it will come crippled with a tiger in it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and there is no way that he can make Bobby De Niro his bitch. That is one of the problems I have with this this movie. Is the guy that Bradley Cooper is playing? He gets away with everything in this movie. And actually, the, yeah. the the movie is based on a book, and the book ends pretty differently. The, in the book, he dies in his apartment. So where he, the starting of the movie is that he's almost ready to kind of commit suicide, and he's kind of confessing to the audience what's happened. And mm-hmm. in the book, mm-hmm. he dies, and he's kind of paid for whatever he's done, and the kind of um, and I felt that was a more balanced approach of taking a drug like that and pretty much abusing it, you know? Like, he doesn't do anything good with that drug. Basically, the only thing he does is clean up, get a haircut, and make a, t- make a ton of money, you know? He doesn't become a better person. He doesn't treat, treat better, people nicer. He doesn't use his brain or his capacity to help anybody. He just, he's, just, he's the scheming dirtbag that he was at the start. Well, I think it's something that, the, that is alluded to um i think they refer to it in the maybe in the middle of the film and then and at the at the end of the film when he talks about oh i need you know to to put my real plan into action i need a load yeah. of money and i need to do this so i i will kind of like counter what you've just said there but it's not something that they'd go into at all in the film it's just something that's kind of mentioned and then it's just a way to conclude the film really Uh, it's not a vehicle for anything else um but i think what let me down i mean i'm not normally one for sort of continuity errors and things like that i normally leave that to my housemate jim (laughs) but um in this film just there was something that struck me um as as being completely completely uh contradictory in in that he spends a lot of money on getting a very secure apartment in a apartment. very secure building. <laughs> right. And completely three, agree with this. <laughs> three idiot Russian mafioso guys just happen to be able to break in very, very quickly. Yeah. And and for me that just I, I just couldn't let that go. That was just something that I felt was almost inexcusable. Personally, um, for me the whole Russian subplot was ridiculous. It didn't need to happen. It didn't it, it, need there. It didn't have it, anything, po- any point to... I mean, there was no point except it was the setup for the blood drinking scene. But then if the Russians weren't there, then you wouldn't need to have that blood drinking scene anyway. But I think that's the thing. I think she, the writer, Leslie, had, Leslie Dixon, had the idea of having him drink blood and then kind of worked her way back to how do we make him drink blood? Well, we make Russians attack his panic room uh, apartment. <laughs> Yeah, but for me that it just didn't it didn't ring true that for me. So I guess we can all say we enjoyed Limitless. Um, let's move on to our review of Duncan Jones Source Code now. And I think the best way is to just give you an idea, just make you listen to the trailer because it gives you a very good idea of the plot. Here goes the trailer of Source Code. Source 
Welcome back, Captain Stevens. Where am I? You are inside the source code. What is the source code? It's a computer program, Captain. Source code enables you to cross over into another man's identity in the last eight minutes of his life. At 7.48 this morning, a bomb exploded on a train outside of Chicago, killing everyone on board. A man named Sean Fentress was on that train. He is now you. Think, Captain, remember back. Who bombed the train? I don't know who bombed the train. Then try again. Wait, no. I... So, what do you think? It's the same train, but it's different. We've been informed there'll be another attack in six hours. If you find the bomber, the next attack can be prevented. Concentrate on the passengers in your car. Look for ones who seem nervous. As always, you will have eight minutes. Eight minutes. And then I blow up again. What would you... Um, Ahmed, you said basically that it reminded you of time crimes, right? Yeah, in the sense that there wasn't a huge cast like when... Marty also appointed, and uh, it's just this guy that you have a different, very like time f- timelines, variations of that are going on, keep jumping in and out, and you just get thrown straight into the story for you to put the pieces together. But again, it doesn't take you that much to put it together or anything. And uh, yeah, I generally enjoyed the movie, like uh, all together without like, trying to burn it or kill it for everyone. Yeah, I think there was a. I think the movie uh, made me think of a lot of other movies. Um, uh, Groundhog Day, Deja Vu, Twelve yeah. uh, Monkeys, and even uh, Quantum Leap to a certain degree. If you remember that show with Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that show. But actually, there's a, a few other movies that it made made me think of, uh, but 